0: people hurt it. and I know that it's worth it but they don't see the purpose so we gotta move smarter and keep the evil lurking because you know they don't really want the truth to surface they kill George kill Mike they kill Brie every time they take a black life they kill me until we trump trump we never ever feel free on this episode my- of the random thoughts podcast Though I had not intended to speak on this subject, at least not at this moment, the moment kind of dictates, and you can't even say kind of, the moment dictates that something is said, something must be acknowledged. And as we look at the protest in the streets and the constant and justified calls for you know justice for black lives it is it is one of those things that when you look at the year 2020 and when you consider how many years it's been since the voting rights act and the civil rights movement rodney king and all the disparities that happen with policing that occur in housing that occur in financial sectors, the job market. At a certain point, you have to ask yourself, what is there to do? Now, we know anyone of conscience, anyone who is in this black skin, we know that this system is not fair. There is no equality. There is no equity. And the controversial statement or so-called controversial statement that black lives matter proves to you just how maddening it is, how maddening it is to live in a country that talks about freedom and justice for all. But if you say that your life matters, that's somehow a controversial statement, if I say my life matters, if I say my mother's lives matter, my children, and all those who look like me, those who have similar and shared experiences, to say that our lives matter is somehow a controversial statement, Further proves the point. Not to mention the very real actions on display every day. We know that what happened to Breonna Taylor is more of the same. These police officers were able to come into this young woman's house in the middle of the night, kill her, and the district uh, attorney, or I should say the uh, attorney general, excuse me, decided that the only crime that was committed was that the cops put the neighbors at risk by shooting through the wall. Now, this is one of those topics that's kind of hard to talk about, no matter how much, because you feel the anger and the righteous rage, but you can't quite compose yourself in a way to express your thoughts in a tangible and substantive matter um, without just wanting to scream. Sometimes the words don't even come together. Sometimes you wonder if you should just write them down you know, go through them, make sure the English and grammar is right and read off a teleprompter or a script because just coming from the heart is too difficult when you look in the mirror and you realize that you are not an equal in this country. It's equally devastating for a person like me who has served this nation in uniform and outside of uniform since I was 17 years old. So I've kind of been doing this federal government team America thing for about 23 years now. I have children, I have family, friends, so many. And I say to myself, wow, saying my life or their lives matter is controversial. Or if they were to come in my daughter's house apartment in the middle of the night, they could kill her, even though she's perfectly innocent, sleeping in her bed, and she too in service to that very city, and there would be no justice. Oh, There would be a settlement, maybe in a civil suit, which is completely different. But it's the whole thing, because we know had this been a white woman and black cops, and we've already seen it. We've seen black cops get thrown under the bus for killing a white person. And so you say to yourself, what is it to do? What what can you do? You know, this younger generation, God bless them, their persistence and their willingness to protest uh, peacefully in the streets, regardless of the, the lies that are spread, has produced some change. It's definitely brought awareness. But the question you ask yourself is, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And I'm always the one, I'm one of those who sometimes I don't know how to say this without not sounding dismissive, but I think there, I think this is a comprehensive problem that requires comprehensive, diverse, and a multitude of solutions. Yes, protesting is an important part. It brings awareness. It keeps justice on the forefront of the minds of those who we wish had a conscience, but definitely to those who do have consciousness. It keeps the narrative going. Now, one of the things I do want to address which I think is also something that needs to happen, but unfortunately, I don't feel it happens enough, is that we have those who will say that voting doesn't matter or why should I vote? It never works. It never does anything for us. It's a pointless exercise in a quote-unquote rigged system. Well, I'm going to tell you why it's important. The attorney general who, though he looks like many of us, you all know the saying, all skin folk ain't necessarily kin folk. You know, he's a protege of Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, as you know, has zero problems stalling, delaying, not taking up bills that the house passed that would help us and other poor people and different segments of uh, society, nor bills to aid the massive unemployment in those who are suffering due to coronavirus. But somehow will act swiftly and quickly to appoint a new justice to the Supreme Court uh, in the wake of the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This attorney general is his protege, his friend, his colleague. Mitch McConnell was recently a guest of honor at his engagement this weekend. So you know what it is he spoke at the Republican convention and for those who remember they were asking for to put Kentucky in a state of emergency before he read that BS he he read uh, today, September 23rd 2020 that there was no crimes committed this innocent woman sleeping in her bed Deserve to die, apparently, and no one should be held accountable. But here's what I mean when it comes to voting this attorney general was elected to this position. So when you say voting doesn't matter or why should we vote, ask yourself if people would have been part of that election and realized who he was. And maybe he played some different game, you know, uh, a year or two ago whenever he got elected. And maybe people just didn't know. But one of the things we have to ask ourselves, as those who are righteously upset, those of us who want justice, is we can't change a system if we don't actively participate in it. But the least we can do As I heard Reverend Al point out um, maybe a couple hours ago on MSNBC, he said, look, this guy's friends with Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is up for re-election November 3rd. If we want to show our voices matter, we should show up November 3rd and prove to them that we're not gonna tolerate it. If you are not going to be just, if you are not gonna have us uh, as your best interest, if you're not going to give us the equality and equity that we are requesting and that we deserve and that we were promised by our very own founding documents. And when we say we wanna make this a more perfect union, That means that we want to make it more equitable and fair for everyone because we all know the founding fathers wasn't thinking about us in the 1700s. But we're here now. And those documents don't say God created, you know, white people with certain inalienable rights. You know, these, these these are the things that we have to remember that We can change it by voting. We can. We can vote for attorney generals who will look at these cases and see the injustice and do the right thing and bring it to trial, hold these officers accountable. We can vote for senators, congressmen, legislature, uh, city councils mayors sheriffs we can vote for all of these things we could run for office for all of these things we can put our voice and our back end behind people who represent us no things are not going to change overnight i see people all the time online what has it gotten us what has it done And I asked them, I say, look, just call your grandparents. You're complaining that nothing's changed. I don't see any color-only fountains around here. I, I know that I could reasonably expect to buy a house, get a job, and do certain things in this country, even though it still has racism and prejudice and different things going on but I can reasonably expect to be able to do those things without a cross being burnt on my yard or being lynched. So yes, things have changed and things have changed because people have been in office that have wrote laws, passed laws to ensure that things change. But that only happens if you vote. So yes, protest. Yes, speak out. Write. Blog. podcast. Do whatever it takes. Part of that is voting. So, of course, you know, we have to teach this attorney general, the state of Kentucky, Mitch McConnell. That we are not going to be silent. We are not going to go away. And one of the ways we can do that is by funding certain organizations, divesting in others protesting those that you know support those candidates and those policies that are unjust to us withdraw money vote these are all things we can do and the beauty about voting lastly it costs nothing time it costs time you go You vote, and hopefully there are many people who think like you who will do the same and will get rid of those people who continually enact policies and support policies and those who oppress us. It doesn't take away from any other thing. It doesn't mean you can't protest. It doesn't mean you can't make your voices heard in other ways. We can have an all of the above Strategy to help make this a more perfect union. We can make our voices heard in November and every other election. We can vote at the city council. We can vote for mayors. We can vote for sheriff. We can support candidates who we know and trust. And we can vote out those who we know we can't trust. And who don't give a damn about us. We can do all of those things. And make sure that there's justice. For Breonna Taylor. And all the other Breonna Taylors to come. And who have been. Because this is not the first. And it's surely not going to be the last. All of the above strategy. We can do this. If we stay focused, we stay motivated, we love one another, we trust one another, and we work with those who also share similar visions. Thank you for listening. This has been the Random Thoughts Podcast. See you next time.